Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. If you'd like to learn more about our church, you can go online at tahlequahumc.org. Thank you and have a blessed day. be seated. Will you pray with me? Eternal God, in the reading of the scripture, may your word be heard. And in the meditations of our hearts, may your word be known. And in the faithfulness of our lives, may your word be shown. And all of us gathered here today said, Amen. Our scripture lesson for today comes from Paul's letter to the church of Ephesus, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 1 through 16. Listen to these words. Therefore, as a prisoner for the Lord, I encourage you to live as a people worthy of the calling you received from God. Conduct yourselves with all humility, gentleness, and patience. Accept each other with love and make an effort to preserve the unity of the Spirit with the peace that ties you together. You are one body, one Spirit, just as God also called you in one hope. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father of all who is over all, through all, and in all. God has given his grace to each one of us, measured out by the gift that he has given by Christ. That is why the scripture says, when he climbed up to the high heights, he captured prisoners and gave, he gave gifts to the people. What does the phrase, he climbed up, mean if it didn't mean that he had first gone down into the lower regions of the earth? The one who went down is the same one who climbed up above all the heavens so that he might fill everything. He gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, and some pastors and teachers. His purpose was to equip God's people for the work of serving and building up the body of Christ until we reach the unity of faith and the knowledge of God's Son. God's goal is for us to become mature adults, to be fully grown, measured by the standard of the fullness of Christ. As a result, we aren't supposed to be infants any longer who can be tossed and blown around by every wind that comes from teaching with deceitful scheming and the tricks people play to deliberately mislead others. Instead, by speaking the truth with love, let's grow in every way into Christ, who is the head. The whole body grows from Him as it is joined and held together by all the supporting ligaments. The body makes itself grow in that it builds itself up with love as each one does their part. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Amen. 
before I, I show a video for you, I want, I want to set this video up a little bit. Um, this is a video that, that, that's been shown around. I've seen it a lot lately at, at different things I've been to. And it's, they put these people in the room and they asked them to stare at each other for five minutes. Now, could you imagine staring at someone for five minutes, looking into their eyes, deeply into their eyes? Now, it's not the staring game that you probably played as a kid where you would just like stare intently. The first one, the blink loses. In my house, I'm the champion of that game. The girls try. They really try their best to try to beat me. But I am an undefeated champion in my house for that title. But in this video, they, they sit and watch and stare into one another's eyes. And let's see what happens. So let's watch this video. In this scripture about unity. In this video, you notice that just sitting together and staring at each other, not even saying anything for five minutes, brought them together. And I think we can do that. Because I, I want you to, to think about, about your past week this week. When did you have an opportunity to share God's love with someone this week? You had an opportunity and you probably missed it. Because you were either caught up in, in, in the world or you were caught up in something else going on. And, and you forgot that all around you are people created in the image of God. Yes, you even yourself. If, if we jump back to Genesis, the very beginning when God began to create, he created human form in God's image. And so this week you had an opportunity to share love. The body makes itself grow and that it builds itself up with love. As each one does its part, Paul reminds us. Now in Paul's list today, I, I, I kind of don't like Paul's list. It's a little bit, it, it sells us a little bit short. So if you jump back there to his list of, of those people that, are, that uh, he said he gave some people he gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. I think Paul's list needs to go a little bit longer and says, and retirees and police officers and people of the community. And, and Paul's list needs to be a little bit longer of people who are called to serve in God's kingdom. I think far too often we sell ourselves short and we don't think that we have what it takes to do God's work here on this world. And the crazy thing is you have everything that it takes because God created you. God called you to be a part of this world, to share God's love in everything you do. That is the one thing that God wants us to do, and that is the one thing that we seem to struggle with because it's hard. I mean, it's hard to share God's love when you're sitting at the restaurant and, and the waitress messes up your order. Have you ever asked her what's going on in her life that made it cause her to mess up? Maybe she's struggling because she has a sick kid at home and she knows that there's nothing that she can do because she has to go to work. Because if she doesn't go to work, she doesn't have money to pay the bills. And as the youth learned two weeks ago on their mission trip, they realized that that minimum wage job for that person means the difference between living on the streets and having a decent place to live. We are called to share God's love. And I think it's something that even, yes, we do struggle with. Paul reminds us that we are one body. We are in this together. 
We are one body, one spirit, just as God called us, called you in one hope. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism, and one God and Father, who is over all, through all, and in all. God calls us to be the church. You and I are called to be faithful witnesses to God's love to this world. It's easier said than done, isn't it? Sometimes it would be nice if, if, if it weren't that way. Sometimes it would be better to, to be mean and vicious and vindictive, but that's not the way God created us. And so when you have those moments when you get a little bit angry, and if it's a person, stare into their eyes. Get to know them. I think one of the most powerful things for me when I got here was when I went to feed my sheep for that first time and saw how that community treats each other as children of God. You call each other by name. You know that person because once you know their name, you know that person. You develop a relationship. And that's what we're called to do. We're called to share God's love. We're called to, to, to be people of faith, to build up with love. I can't tell you how many church meetings I've set in on my life hearing about things that have nothing to do with love. And have everything to do with what I call coffee cup moments. I sat in a meeting one time, not at this church, a two-hour meeting talking about the coffee cup that we we're going to decide to, to build for our, for our church. Two hours on a coffee cup, number of lives changed a lot because nobody ever wanted to come back to that meeting ever again. But what if we shifted our focus? And asked ourselves, what is the main thing? The main thing is being united in Christ and sharing God's love with the world. And could you imagine if we, instead of gotten so caught up in those other things, if we asked ourselves, how are we sharing God's love? We wouldn't have anything to worry about, would we? Yes, there would be struggles, and yes, there are bills to pay, and yes, there are things that we have to do, but ask yourself, how do you share God's love? Is it just in a moment of time when it's comfortable and convenient for you? Or is it in those opportune times when, when it maybe it stretches you a little bit and forces you to open yourself up and, and, and to let God in and allow God to work on you and nudge you forward and, and to share God's love is as simple as just saying, Hello. I want to challenge you this week to share God's love. And don't sell yourself short. You have what it takes. God created you in God's image to share God's love with this world. You have what it takes. Don't think you don't have the gifts because even the smallest opportunity, the smallest sharing of God's love goes a long way. Craig Barnes, and he's a pastor at National Presbyterian Church in Washington, D.C. He shared this story. He 
said, I was asked to conduct a funeral for a man who had helped develop the famous Boeing 747 aircraft. After the service, I spoke with the widow and committed and commented on how remarkable it was that her late husband had helped build such a marvelous machine. The widow replied, the truth is, he worked on a little switch box smaller than a loaf of bread. That's all he worked on for 15 years. But when the 747 lifted off the ground for the first time, it was the happiest day of his life. This man worked his 15 years on a switch box, smaller than a loaf of bread, that was part of a larger thing that made a difference in the world. That's how it is in church. We're all little switch boxes that God is working on us to be a part of this bigger thing, a community. And so I want to challenge you this week. Don't be overwhelmed. You don't have to save the world. That's not our job, okay? You don't have to go out and save the world, okay? I'm relieving you of that duty. You have been relieved. Your job is to work on your switch box. What is God calling you to do? And I love this line that I shared with earlier this week on my Facebook. It's, a, it's from Frederick Beechner who says, The place God calls you to the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. The place where God calls you is the place where your deepest gladness and the world's deep hunger meet meet there's your switch box there's your opportunity god is calling on you god is working on you now what are you going to do about it hopefully you answer the call because if you answer the call imagine what this world would look like and so i believe it starts with communion and we center ourselves. And so here in a few minutes, we'll, we'll, we'll center ourselves and come to the table. And, and in that moment when you're kneeling in prayer, I want to encourage you to ask God to help you with your switch box. Maybe you don't know what it is. Maybe you need a new switch box. Maybe you need a new project. But ask God in. And ask God to help lead you to live a faithful life. Because when you do that, it will unite us. It will help this world that loves division. Because if you notice, our world loves to divide. Christ calls us together. That's why at his table, he has his friends, his family, his enemies, children, women, everyone. Because have you ever thought that sitting at the Lord's table was the one who was to betray him? There's a reason behind that. God wants us all together. And so find your switch box. Share God's love. And may you be faithful disciples of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah First Year Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. If you'd love to join us in person, we worship at 10 o'clock on Sunday mornings. And you can find out more information about us by going online at TahlequahUMC.org.